Hey neighbor, we hope you had a wonderful Christmas, but Christmas is gone and we're approaching the new year. And um, we want to talk some gardening, but we want to talk some other things today too as we get started and prepared for 2024. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. Can you imagine? Uh, here we are in the end of December and look at the groceries. Oh man, I just get giddy going out to the garden. I just had the best time this morning gathering. And I went out there for one thing, well, two things. And I just kept discovering and discovering and I just got beside myself. We've been going for a couple of days. We went to... Yeah. Uh, Went to Ohio to visit our daughter and her husband and children for uh, Christmas and uh, had a good trip. But when we got back, our garden, which we had everything in good shape before we left, but when we got back, our garden just seemed like it exploded. It exploded. Exploded. Well, in case people don't know, you're sporting some new overalls. Oh, I am. We was able to stop by Duluth Trading yeah. Company, and there's not one around. Of course, we live in the boonies out here in the south. We stopped by there. And uh, I was going to get me some overalls because Jason over at Cog Hill has been touting the Duluth Gardening overalls, but they didn't have any. The lady told me they wouldn't have any until springtime, so they had all the winter stuff out. But funny thing, they had the ladies' overalls out. Yeah, they had the ladies out. Um, and Pear Hill, Cog Hill, um, Chestnut Hill, they all have, we've seen them all at Petals of the Past, and I've been oohing and odd over them. You've been slavatory and over you some overalls, huh? I did. Yeah. And so slobbering. We, slobbering. I knew <clears throat> when we planned a trip to Ohio, we had to stop by there. Mm -hmm. And they feel absolutely wonderful. Yeah, they had some good deals. I, I've been there before one time before and I wasn't really impressed. I was, seemed like this time it was a lot better there. They had some t-shirts that I bought on sale. I, it was really nice. Yeah, well, I had a mission, so <clears> it was... Uh, We've got to snuggle those grandbabies. You got to see our oh, grandbabies last few days, so we had a we had a it great was awesome, Christmas. awesome, awesome Christmas. Yep. We made the uh, hard drive back uh, on Christmas Day. <clears throat> Thankfully, the traffic wasn't bad. It was terrible going up. Terrible going on up Thursday. Terrible. terrible, terrible. And, but we came back on on Christmas Day and made it on back in ten and a half hours, which is a record for us. We just stopped and got gas and uh, did the Bucky's thing and came on back. And look what we come into. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. So we had a lot of one-on-one -on -one time traveling <laughs> back and forth. And we, we talked about a lot of things. And one thing that we talked about that I thought was really important was, you know, last week on our show, we talked about New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. You mentioned yours, I mentioned mine, and we mentioned people here. Thing. But this is something that I think you should do with your family every uh, beginning every new year is talk with your family and come up with resolutions or goals that you and your family can accomplish during the year. I think it's way more important when you include people together there and y'all all got y'all all have a common goal. Mm -hmm. and work together. Work together and have a common goal and plus you get to vocalize it and you get to talk about what you want to accomplish there and you get to work toward that. That's one thing if you if you don't never make those goals you won't never you won't ever get there. So we talked about ours just a little bit. We bounced some things back and forth, but we come up with a pretty simple one. So the first thing I said was I want us, us, us. to eat healthier for the year. And then we talked a little bit more, and this is the one we come up with as a family. We want to stay out of the grocery store. Mm -hmm. That's a simple, easy goal right there is to stay out of the grocery store. 
And, uh, and that's something I've already been working on. Um, I, I did stay out of the grocery store, I think, the whole month of October. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we pretty much have everything we need as well as far as protein because we've got the pigs we raise, the beef that my stepdad raises. Um, Fresh vegetables, yeah. you can uh, galore, and plus we have stuff that we can and preserve. Yeah. So the only thing I, we didn't think about is chicken. Well, we have chickens. We, we could, only, <laughs> we could. I mean, I've got pretty good at. Uh, we only have three chickens. We, I don't. Th no, they, no, no, the three. But we could do. If we have, if we, that's a good point you bring up there. Maybe we need to address that. We've done that before in the past. Yeah, we have. But you have to prepare a little bit. So. Uh, I've gotten pretty good in the past. We went through a spell doing mm -hmm. this right here, and I got where I could harvest. You can call it harvest, kill, what, process, whatever you want. But I got where I was real good at going out there and taking one chicken. And, every week. And I wouldn't go through the process of, uh, of you know, scalding it and all that. I would just skin it. Mm -hmm. Matter of minutes, I could be through. I got pretty good at it. So that is something we yeah, can we do. Because we need to keep the ones we have for our eggs. Oh, yeah, we have to keep our egg layers. But we could get us some meat birds. Yeah. The only things that we thought would be an issue we tried to address this would be salt. But we ordered a big old thing big, of Redmond big, salt. Yeah. We're good so, on salt for a couple of years. Yeah, so we got a bunch of salt. We, we got, uh, you got your homemade seasonings that you mm -hmm. made. Uh, butter would be an issue. Butter. Uh, but we know a lady that's got a dairy that makes her own butter, so we could get mm -hmm. butter from her. And I've got a pretty good stockpile of uh, flour and sugar. But we could make our own flour. Yeah. We can make true. our own flour. We got our own corn. We got yeah. our sifter. We got a grinder. We could do that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the only other thing would be coffee. And somebody gave us a huge case of coffee. Yeah. So we don't need... We're pretty sad from coffee. Yeah. And, and talking about that, not going to the grocery store, this time of year is when Three Rivers does their pantry challenge. They start it, I think, the 1st of January. So, And I always try to do that with them, which they only do three months, and you kind of set your own rules. So this year when we do it, it's we're going to try... To not go to the grocery store. Stay at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Stay at the grocery store. It's simple. Stay. And what that does is, see that we want to get off processed foods altogether. If we stay at the grocery store, that keeps us away from processed foods. And snacks. And if we chips. stay at the grocery store, that keeps us away from sugar. So we want Donuts to stay. Donuts and cookies. Well, we could eat pecans. We got pecans in the freezer. Yeah. So. Uh, but my thing is, I go to the grocery store for one thing, and I come out with a bunch of junk. Yeah. It just jumps in my buggy. Yep, yep. You do too. We just don't go. That's our that's our solution. What about cheese? We may have to make our own cheese. We may have to do without cheese. No, we we quit drinking milk a long time ago. Yeah. We don't drink any milk. Not that we got anything against it. We just don't drink milk. And we quit buying bread. Now we got back on bread just a little bit with the holidays, but we'd quit buying bread before that and we started making our own bread if we need to break any bread. So I think I think if we set our mind to it, I think we could do it. Mm -hmm. We may not have cheese, or we may have to make our own cheese. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about what's growing in the garden? What's growing in the garden, yep. Okay. So, I'll start right okay. here. You Go ahead. Go ahead with you. Um, calendula is blooming, and I'm out of the um, salve that I make. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know that I made any last year. Which, now, I've got some, what I do is I harvest this, and you want to be sure when you harvest it that you save this and there's a name for it the green part because that's where all the goody is so you just basically pop it off and put this in the oil of your choice 
and the oil depends on what you're going to use it for. I do some in coconut oil, but coconut oil is a heavy oil, and you wouldn't want to put that on your face, but it's really good for the rest of your body for sunburns. Um, there's different type of oils for different parts of your body, and you just put this in a jar with oil and sit it in your window seal, and I've got some that's been sitting since last spring that I'll make. That's always, everybody should grow some calendula. And it blooms during the time of year when you don't have nothing that's blooming. So it's, it's a cool season flower. It doesn't smell good, but it's pretty. Yep. Okay. So here we have, this is mustard from your garden. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Turnip tops. Okay. From your garden. All top turnips. All top turnips. And we've had a couple um, messes of days. Yeah, we've enjoyed them. Really good. This is from your garden. Red Russian kale. Red Russian. Recipes. We've not had any red Russian kale, but it's ready to be harvested. It's beautiful out there. Yeah, this is um, the first time I have picked some of it. Now this is from my garden. This is dinosaur. That is not a dinosaur kale. It is a type of a dinosaur kale, but it's a new variety that we're trialing out that we found over the Netherlands. And oh, it's a new okay. variety that we're trialing out to see if we want. If you'll notice, uh, Lacinato's the variety we sell. That variety there is a lot darker than it the red Lacinato is. It is darker. Uh, celery. Oh man, And celery. It's, it's not completely, like I've seen some people harvest the whole stalk, but I like to harvest it Along and along. If and you do that, it. and if you'll get it when it's young, there's no strings in it whatsoever. Yeah, no, I, I eat some of the day, didn't have any strings yeah, in it. A few strings. Um, I love the smell of celery. Okay, now this is savannah mustard. This is from down in the um, raised bed garden. And it's gotten a little big. I like it when it's smaller, so you don't have to take the stems out to cook it. And then lettuce. What type of lettuce is this? It's <coughs> a romaine lettuce. I can't oh. think of the name of it off the top of my head. And we've grown this in the green stalk. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent in the green stalk. And we've harvested many a meals. Yep. Um, okay, and this right here is... It's a bunch of onion. Now, we got several varieties. I say several. We got three varieties of bunch of onion, I think, we sell. Now, this particular one right here is a is a numbered variety that the breeder sent me to try out. It's done really good, but we love to eat those right there. And you, They get a little bit bigger than this, but we've been eating them yeah. right there, right there. Eat the green tops and eat the bottom right there. Yeah. Absolutely all delicious. Great and you can grow a, a lot of them in a full bait bed. Oh, and look how pretty that is. Mm -hmm. Butterhead lettuce. We've got a lot of that growing. Mm -hmm. And rumor around the internet is that I can't grow a carrot. But that's not right. so. That's not so. So here is, and we're going to talk about carrots in a little bit. Don't wait till the end of the season to harvest your carrots. They, I like to thin them out. Now some people do not thin the carrots, but I like to thin them out. So as they get this size, go ahead and be eating them and enjoy them all winter long. Mm -hmm. Now what variety is this? That is a, uh, a variety that we don't care. It's a new variety that uh, uh, the breeder sent me on that to try. And it's done really good. I've, I've enjoyed that variety right there. Have you tasted them? I have tasted one of them. Mm. Okay. This is from my garden. It's the 
shroot. No, no, no. This no. is from my garden. The C-H-I, I can't say Chicago. It. Chicago beet. And this is the yellow beet. I always forget the name of it, too. Touchstone. Touchstone beet. I like those because it's milder flavor. And then we got collards. Now, is that a, your garden or my garden? Mine. Okay, I think that's top chop. Collard? Mm-hmm. You planted them out of my greenhouse, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's top chop. That's what do you have? I got top chop, uh, same thing. Okay. Yours are a little bit bigger than mine yeah. are, but it's a it's, it's a good deep color. See the deep green color on them? Mm -hmm. They're yeah. pretty. Now the question is, because when Mama Hall's cooks these right here, and by the way, this is what we're going to be having for New Year's mm -hmm. Day. Everybody's got their New Year's Day uh, feast they're going to eat. We're going to eat collard greens. Do you pull the stems out of your collards before you cook them, or do you chop them up? And then some people I've seen, and I, I've never seen this, they'll take a pair of scissors and cut them out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that is so So what you normally do is just pull them out, right? Yeah. Like that right there? Just pull them out. Now the question is, do you guys do that or not? Put it in the comments below and let us know, because we've had some back and forth on that, yeah. who did that and who didn't. Okay, so here are the tom onions from my garden. From your garden? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. They've done really well. Yeah, they have. And what else we got here? Some more lettuce. Oh, now these carrots are from my garden. Um, I planted mine later than yours. Um, Rainbow carrots? Which one did you no, plant? No, this is Yellow Bunch. Okay. Uh, Scarlet Nantes and Hercules. I think this is Hercules. Okay. Isn't that gorgeous? They are. They're just the right size to, to be snacking on as well. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the new multiplying onions. Out of my garden? No, they're out of mine, but it's... What do you call them? Those are uh, potato onions. No, 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 no. The little red... You sure? I am positive. Well, they don't turn their head. I had to. Well, the, the outer skin oh, of them Oh, they are. They're a little different. The bub size is a little digger. I had not dug any of mine. That's interesting right yeah. there. Litoa? Litoa? Itoa? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They don't have their wet red on them. I want to taste one of those. Yeah. Can I taste that? Yeah. Get that knife out. Get that knife out. Uh, while we was in Ohio, we had to go to two knife places. But I didn't buy He did not buy any knives, but we did have to visit the knife place. You go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Now this beet is um, shrewd. Shrewd beet. Shrewd. That's a variety we'll probably carry next year. It is so pretty. Deep, deep color. That's Who grew that one? You grew this ha. one. Ha. It has to be full of antioxidants. Mm -hmm. Has to be. Yeah, it's going to be. That's going to be a keeper there. It's a newer variety. And in case you don't know where shrewd comes from. If you ever watched The Office on yeah. there, you'll know where Shroot comes from. What was the guy's name? Something Shroot. What was the guy that had the glasses on there? The big guy? Dwight. Dwight. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Dwight. Uh, his last name was Shroot. And if you don't remember or not, Dwight was a beet farmer. So they named this Friday Shroot. After you? I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, okay, and these are rutabagas. rutabagas and i like to harvest them small and go ahead and be eating them and it gives room for the others to grow because you planted them rather thick i did plant them thick but the tops on these things are delicious yeah the tops are delicious. i prefer the tops when i do the roots 
And then some Imperial Star Spinach. Yep, which is the full leaf Italian type spinach right here. It's not the baby leaf. We've been on this kick for the last couple of years growing these full size leaf uh, spinaches. I've got some biscuits I'm gonna make. Some bread actually with spinach hmm. in my biscuit book. Biscuit book. That I've been reading. That's a good onion right there. It's is not it? as hot as I thought. It's not hot at all. Uh, cut that. So we could eat a different green, I think, every night mm -hmm. for two weeks. And then start over and again. And start over again. Try that. That's nice. Now, the one thing about mm. these onions here, the tops don't get as big as our tom onions do. Look here at the, uh, the difference there. Let's see if I can get it here. The tops, don't, the tops don't get as big as the toms, but it is a good flavor too. Mm -hmm. yep, it's a small one. These toms get huge. All and, right. and they may as they stay in the No, ground. I don't think so don't because think so? I got some growing out there directly beside my toms where I can compare them. They've not gotten as big. Okay. Well, let's talk about just a little bit about what you've got growing now and how to take care of it. So what happens is during the holidays, you know, we're, we're not, I'll be thinking about gardening as much as we should. We've got a lot going on. But there's still things to be doing out there in the garden to make sure you're successful growing some of these crops off. Now, one thing you need to really pay attention to is your onion crop. Onions right now is when you need plenty of fertility on them to keep those tops growing because we need to grow as much top as we can. Therefore, when the bubbing process starts, we've got plenty of energy up here to make those big old nice onion bulbs right there. So to do that, you want to make sure that you rotate the ammonia sulfate and onions and leeks and garlic love ammonia sulfate because it's got sulfur in it. So you want to rotate that along with, you hold that up there, a balanced fertilizer such as 20-20-20. Now this is the soluble product, or you can use a 10-10-10 if you're using a granular product. Any kind of balanced fertilizer in conjunction with the ammonia sulfate to make those fruity green onions. Okay, so what I've been doing in my raised beds, can you reach that out? I got it. <laughs> okay, so this is my trusty watering can. So for my garlic and my onions, for um, every seven days, I'll mix one of these Dr. Joe's Growing and one Nutribubble in a gallon of water and spread it over. And then every fourth week, I will take and spoon feed or side dress with ammonia sulfate. I do that for my onions and my garlic. You could do it both ways. It, I, I do the same thing. You can side dress with that or it will dissolve, but I catch myself side dressing with this. Here lately with it raining every yeah. week, it's been like right before the rain. Now, this is Mama House's old trusty water can that she's had for a long time. Yeah, but this this new dram one that we sell right here's a half gallon and you can the directions on those two right here call for one of these per gallon but that's a little bit on the weak side it's fine if you want to do that but you can also put one of these each in this half gallon watering can right here and do the same thing if you need a watering can yeah i like this one can okay carrots Mm -hmm. Same thing for carrots, mix. Except the ammonia sulfate is, sulfate is not no. important with carrots. No. Um, I do one Nutribubble and one um, all-purpose. Mm -hmm. Is that all-purpose? 
like growing bubble. Yeah, it is. It's a, yeah, it's a balanced type fertilizer. Um, and a gallon of water, and I drench. Um, and as far as water, carrots need more water than the onions and the garlic. Mm -hmm. Carrots need like one to two inches a week, where the onions and garlic need about one inch. And unlike uh, onions with ammonia sulfate, carrots need that micronutrients, whether you do it with a neutral bubble or you do it with your micro boost. That's really more important with the uh, carrots than it is your garlic and your onions with ammonia sulfate. And the other thing we got growing right now that you need to be sure to take care of is your strawberries. Mm -hmm. So if your strawberries are growing, which they all should be right now, you want to make sure that you keep those flowers pinched off and keep those runners pinched off. And if you live where we live in the south here, about the middle of January, you can let them go. Mm -hmm. Let them go. Let them start putting on fruit. But we don't want them to put on fruit till about the middle of uh, January because if we do, they're going to be small. We don't want small strawberries. Mm. Oh, and another thing, let me backtrack. On the onions and garlic, 30, once they start bulbing, stop the fertilization. Which is normally the end of uh, February. Yeah. All right, so what if you got some holes in some of your greens out there? You got some of those worm holes, you want to use a product such as BT right here, and it'll, uh, we see a lot of worm damage this time of year. You got a little bit over there on yours. Yeah. See here, folks, that's what worm damage looks like. This product right here, you can spray on there. It is a stomach poison. They ingest it and it kills those worms. So you want to keep a worm, eye on worms. That's really the only pest we have to worry about a lot right now in the garden is worms. Strawberries, you want to keep those sprayed with the insecticide uh, and a fungicide. Most importantly, probably a fungicide for disease control and let keep them pinched off and you'll have a wonderful strawberry crop. But those are those little things we forget about doing this time of mm -hmm. year. All right. What's next? What about your empty garden plots? Yeah, so some of y'all are probably like me and you have some of those garden plots out there that scooted by and I had something laid in them. I got a couple of them out there like that. We're just working them up. It's not too late or too early. We can still get by this far in the south with planting a cover crop out there. Now, there have been some new articles and some new research done out of the Netherlands with biofumigants that I've been doing some research on. And I'm actually going to plant Kodiak brown mustard this week in a couple of my plots for a biofumigate. And I'm going to do a video on that. But it's not to, uh, now they may, you may get some slow germination. The seed's not going to pop out of the ground as quick, but you can still plant some of those uh, cover crops, those cool season cover crops here in the deep south and have them ready by early spring and to extinguish them and maybe plant a mid-season or late-season spring crop. Example of that. If you got a, uh, a plot out that you know you're going to plant your okra, well, okra is a warm season crop, and we don't want to plant it too early because we're not going to get germination. It's not going to grow. We don't want to plant our okra till on up in April. So you got time now to get a biofumigate in there and get it worked into the soil early spring and to work on those nematodes some and to work on the weeds as well and then follow it up with an okra crop for a, a late season spring crop. So we still got time to still work those cover crops in there. Mm -hmm. And if you uh, are not gonna plant a cover crop, be sure to tarp it or mulch it. That's what I'm doing in a couple of my beds is um, I mulch with straw because I have so much of it. Yeah, if you've got time now and you don't think you're gonna have time in the spring, you can actually get those plots exactly ready to plant. Put a tarp on them and they're ready to when spring does get here, peel that tarp off and get out there and plant your garden. So it's a good time saver. Mm -hmm. All right.
hope everybody's excited about gardening as I am. You know, we, we're fixing to be here springtime. We've already passed the shortest day of the year, so we're yes. on the upswing. Yeah, now. I noticed last night the days. Days are smaller. starting to get longer. So the next, we're in the, we're in the starting phase now of the new year. Mm -hmm. And we'll have, these vegetables will last pretty much until springtime. They will. Think? And we got a lot of new stuff coming for 2024. And we're going to be doing some of our shows on 2024 on new products and new seeds we got coming. Excited about that. But if you guys out there have any topics that you'd like for us to cover on an upcoming Row by Row show, drop it in the comments below and that gives us an idea of what you need and we can do that show for you on that topic. There. Or his weekly videos. Or my weekly videos, either one. Or anything, recipes you'd like me to cook. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We are going to start next year. We're going to go back to two videos a week um, where we've been trying to do three. We're going to focus more on quality versus quantity. Yeah, and it's just hard on us time-wise to do it. So we're going to... Well, sometimes you just think, I've got to put yeah. out a video, and it's not... It might be up to as much quality as you want it to be. Right. That's right. So we're going to... So you'll be seeing videos, a video on Sunday night, and then what the Robo wrote on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. So if you miss us, just go back and check out some old videos. Yep. All right, so we got Old Goat. Is back or is the Grinch no, still? The, the Grinch, Grinch is, is still, still here. here. Oh my goodness! The Grinch is still here. He's he's leaving this week though. He's leaving since last week here. Last week. So the winner for last week's sighting of the Grinch. And he was not hard to find last week. Teresa Tate. Teresa, send us your information to CustServe at HossTools.com, and we will send you. Oh, if I can get back in, get them without knocking everything off. A pair of the Get Dirty socks. Look here, Teresa. Ain't you going to be sporty around town of those? All right. Garden Spotlight. Yep. This comes from Tom Long, Akron, Alabama. Yeah. He said he planted four hills of sweet potatoes that really had no hope of success in Alabama red clay. They were cleaning up the garden, and much to their surprise, they found these. Yep. I got a little bit of the same problem you got right there. Some rats, some voles, or whatever got there and chewed on that one a little bit. I had a little bit of that issue as well, but you made a good crop of sweet potatoes. Thank you, Tom. Yep. And uh, if you ever have any cold sweet potatoes, this is what I found out. Any cold sweet potatoes that you cull out, those pigs loved it. Ooh, loved what do them. they not like? Oh, they love potatoes. Yep. And greens. Yep. We got two pigs that were fattening out, thanks to Perry Hill Farms over in Dothan, Alabama. And uh, we're feeding them our excess garden mm -hmm. supplies, taters, and anything like that that's our excess. The pigs are getting it. Mm -hmm. All right, folks, thank you for joining us. You too can get outside and grow your own groceries, and you too can stay out of that grocery store. Just uh, let's all make this journey together and try to eat better, do better, prepare, and be healthier for 2024. Thank you for joining us. Now it's time for you to get outside and get dirty. Mm -hmm.